Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the BitSocket podcast. It is our Metal Gear Solid special. I am Solid Scott White. And I am Liquid Joe Merrick. Nice. Liquid Joe Merrick sounds quite good. <laughs> liquid Joe. Oh, I have some Liquid Joe. How's it taste? Greasy. <laughs> so, this is a show all about Metal Gear Solid, mm. features about Metal Gear Solid, anecdotes about Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> Of course, we're celebrating the fact that the Phantom Pain is finally almost here. That's in fact, right. in fact, by the time you hear this, it might already be out. No, this is going to come out just before it. Okay, just, great. just to ease you in because yeah. everyone needs a wee refresh. Of course, they do. Are we not that we're going to have like an encyclopedic knowledge <laughs> of everything that's happened in the Metal Gear Solid games? Because yeah. even Hideo fucking Kojima doesn't have that. But yes, we're going to celebrate our love of Metal Gear Solid, and we're going to invite you to celebrate that love too. Even if you're not a massive Metal Gear Solid fan, I'm sure you'll still enjoy what we have got coming up. <laughs> That's right. I mean, think about it, right? Yep. Yakuza special. Mm. That was a hard sell. It was a hard because sell. Because we're the only folk who've ever played a Yakuza game. Pretty much. Up you know what? Recently, yeah. Metal Gear Solid, there's 10 folk that have played that. <laughs> yeah, at least 10 At least folk. 10. So we're going to be talking about just some of our favourite Metal Gear Solid moments. We've got some funny features. Yeah, we've got Is It Canon, as always. I've got a, a feature that has, honest to God, taken me at least seven hours. I know. It's the most effort we've ever put into anything. I didn't have to do a damn thing. And... You'll be able to play it too. Of course you will. Not just at home, but at work. Yeah. In the toilet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At work, getting paid. On the bus. The well, you drive. No, not where you drive. <laughs> not where you drive. No. <laughs> so, how, do we, how are we going to kick off the show then? So, Joe, what does Metal Gear Solid mean to you? Metal Gear Solid? Metal Gear Solid means to me... Well, my first Metal Gear Solid game was Metal Gear Solid 2. Mm-hmm. And what it meant to me was it was the first time I played a game that was so utterly convincing. You know, it was, like, it was this world and this story and these characters who even though it was comic book sort of silliness yeah it was also really convincing and you really get into it but mm-hmm. paired with that was a really fucking good game as well yeah great stealth game which was different from other there was a bunch of other stealth games at the time of Metal Gear Solid 2 as well that sort of mm-hmm. pretended to be but none of them were as good as Metal Gear Solid 2 at the time and none of them have ever been as good as Metal Gear Solid you're just on Splinter Cell I'm talking Splinter Cell yeah <laughs> of course I'm talking Splinter, Splinter Cell yeah but even like Zelda and all that I put like Stealth bits in the games, yeah, and they were never as good because it was always like, oh, "Okay, it's a Metal Gear Solid bit," and it was never as good as Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. But even then, the shooting bit, the shooting bits in Metal Gear Solid, I enjoyed the shooting, even though I don't like shooting games. I love the characters. I love. I like riding. I like the music. <laughs> <laughs> but I went on to play Metal Gear Solid One. I loved that. Prefer Twin Snakes. Oh. oh. And then ever since then, every time there's been a Metal Gear Solid game that's on the horizon, mm-hmm. me and you have always just like going crazy about. It. Remember when Metal Gear Solid Three? When yeah. they run up to that, every new trailer we would sit and watch it together, and mm-hmm. it was just, so much to that I as know. well. That was, I think, it was probably one of the first games I really got into the hype. I mean, for me, Metal Gear Solid Three was my first proper Metal Gear. Like, mm. I loved what I played of two, but I never got into it as much mm. until I was a bit older. Whereas three for me was like this amazing adventure. Yeah. This, I loved the setting. Yeah, I, again, the characters. I loved how daft the dialogue was but also I got really into yeah. it as well and I mean the whole camouflage thing I mean I would just spend ages just get my camo index as high as I could <laughs> and, and then I, you would walk five metres into a new changing. but that that just that idea just yeah. blew me away it wasn't just about like because Metal Gear Solid 2 is a lot about hiding around corners and crouching out a line of sight yeah Whereas Metal Gear Solid 3 was actually more about... Hiding in plain sight. Yeah, make use yeah. of your surroundings more. Yeah. And that was just such a clever idea. Which, I mean, Metal Gear Solid 4 had the whole Octocamo yeah. thing, which was fun, but I think because it was kind of automatic to a degree. I mean, you could footer around with it a wee bit, yeah. but I think that didn't have as much fun no, to it. The, yeah. the novelty was more good, novel, it, was it was a good idea. Yeah. But yeah, Metal Gear Solid 3, I mean, oh, <laughs> such a game. Yeah. Such a game. But Joe... So, yeah, so Metal Gear Solid is important to both of us. It is, it is indeed. And we've got... Lots of features. Up first, our mm. first feature is going to be a slight twist on something we do usually. This is going to be a five-minute challenge. Oofed. Oofed. You up to it? Yeah, here we go. Five minutes in heaven. 
Now, those of you who have listened to our podcast before, and let's be honest, it's probably most of you, <laughs> we do a feature called Five Minutes in Heaven with mm. Joe, where Joe gets to play five minutes of a game that he's never played before, and then he gives us a wee, a wee kind of verdict on it. Now, we're actually changing it slightly. This is going to be a Metal Gear Solid special <laughs> challenge. Oh, God. What Joe's got to do is play Ground Zeroes. Yep. And complete it oh. in five minutes. Oh my god! And now remember, the internet was fucking telling everyone could do this in five minutes. I know, I know. Now we've we've skipped past the opening cutscene. <laughs> yeah, of course, of uh, course we have. Yeah, exactly. When you're ready, Joe. <laughs> oh you re- let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Your five minutes to complete Ground Zero. Wait, can I just say? All right, okay. I'm not going to do this. Right, there's no way I'm going to do this. But see if I don't get to at least sending Chico away in the helicopter. Yeah, I'll be disappointed. You'll be disappointed. Yeah. I'll be disappointed. <laughs> right, here we you go. You ready? Yep. One, two, three, go. Right, here we go. Okay, so I'm on top of the cliff and there's the searchlight there. So I'm just going to... Why am I crawling? I need to sprint. Right, okay. Sprint past the searchlight. Up onto the cliff. Around here. Shoot the guy. Oh, I, I didn't actually kill him. Damn it, I just need to run past. Oh, kill him, kill him, kill him, kill him, kill him. Oh, right. This is really difficult. Okay, I've set an alarm already. Right, okay. Right, we're just going to have to sprint the whole thing then. <laughs> I was hoping to sort of stealthily sprint my way through, but instead I'm just going to have to run. Have you ever done this before? In five minutes? Yeah. No, have <laughs> Right, maybe get that car, maybe that'll get it faster. Well, the car just ends up being a liability, because you can't actually do much with it. So, shortcut into this wee base, okay. into, the, into the prison, so, is to climb up on top of the toilets, and then oh, climb up here. Oh, that's clever. If it actually works, jump in. Right, so now I need to actually wait till my alarm goes away, till the alarm goes off, so I have to actually say hello to Chico, so... Get a cardboard box. <laughs> I don't have any. So... Mel Gears All Ground Zeroes we've actually played this for a challenge before yeah five minutes in heaven I we played say. the riding version mm-hmm. the riding mission what do you think of it Joe it's, it's, I mean how long has it been since this came out now it's, it? it came out last March last March so it's been over a year now mm. since Ground Zeroes just came out yeah how does it still wet your appetite yeah totally big game? I've been playing it non-stop I've, I've, I've played it a lot like all the sort of extra missions you get in it are really really good mm-hmm. how do you feel about the, the recent remarks from Kojima that they've actually tweaked the controls again uh, have they Mm-hmm. He said apparently they've taken on feedback from how what people thought about the controls from this, mm. and apparently they have made improvements. So isn't, they've not said what yet, but apparently there have been some changes. Yeah, well, what I mean, that, think? Make, that makes sense. I think in many ways, I think this is probably. I think it controls really well. Right. Okay. Here, I'm at Chico. The aim of this game is to rescue two prisoners. Mm-hmm. One of them is Chico, this wee boy. So currently you've got him, and it's coming up to two minutes and. 15 seconds have been gone already. Right, okay, well, I've called the helicopter. Good. I'm dead! I'm never going to do it now. Okay, you've got two and a half minutes. Oh, where where right. does it start you? Hopefully when, when I've got Chico. I can't believe it, I died. No. I can't believe I died. So would you say... Yes, I've got Chico. you say this is pretty much essential for any Metal Gear fan? Yeah, definitely. No, it, what's good about Ground Zeroes is that it does take a lot of the things that people say about Metal Gear, like the controls and all that, and fixes them. Like, it is a much easier game to play, and it's a much more yeah. modern game. In, a, in lots of ways definitely feels a lot more flexible than Metal Gear Solid 4 I thought yeah it's not, Metal Gear Solid 4 I'd, was a kind of weird kind of they wanted an action game but it still kind of controlled slightly like a stealth game it didn't quite you know what I mean yeah I think Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 and 1 as well all controlled like stealth games so that's why the action never quite felt as mm. fluid I should have called this helicopter sooner because I'm just sitting about waiting now oh, I am such a terrible speedrunner here it's coming it's coming I can see it in the distance the lights such a great it's a looking beautiful, game. It's a beautiful it? game. I can't believe how good it looks. Even on the PlayStation Three, it looks. It was incredible. Like, I think it was it was a PS Plus game on PS Four. I, I think a couple months back yeah. as well. So it's like I think if you've got a PS Four, there's, yeah. there's almost no excuse now not to play it. Definitely, and it, and it plays. Like you don't have a TV it plays it. It's so smooth. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid Four sometimes felt like it was held together by the goodwill of the developers more than anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas this game, it feels so smooth. And how how much time have I got? You've got 
a minute. Fucking hell, right, there's no and way. And the helicopter hasn't even landed yet. Yeah, I know, right, but I'm going to send him on his way. Come on! Wait, potentially, you're getting close to having done I'll, at I'll, least I'll, half I'll, At least it. I've got, I've, done, I've went as far as I wanted to. Alright, because I wanted you to uh, finish it, it in yeah. five minutes. Ugh, skip. I can't even skip the cutscenes properly. I know. I'm just, I'm panicking too much. I'm running, I'm running into that fucking uh, rock. Right, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Can't climb up that God, way. It, look, it just, it does look so good yeah. when you're seeing it in motion. None of those bullets hit him. Yeah, I don't think you, <laughs> I, like, I think you emptied a whole clip into thin air. It was like shooting at Agent Smith. <laughs> yeah, I may as well take this truck then. I may as well go out with a bang. Oh! No! Five minutes. And... <laughs> oh, I just yeah. got to the truck. Stop playing it. Right, okay. You're done. I'll turn it off, turn it off. You're done Halfway I'd say Halfway so, one, one prisoner out of two okay. Taking out We'll give you that So What do you still think? Still a great game? Yeah of course so Yeah Of course that is a great game It's Ground Zeroes I think that That is such a good taste For Metal Gear Solid 5 It's mm. just It whetted my appetite you know? uh, Do you think that When you get Like Phantom Pain Ground mm. Zeroes will automatically Be part of the start of it Or do you think it will just Pick up from Exactly where that left off? It'll pick up where it's left off Because otherwise mm. They'd have all these games That they couldn't sell anymore Because they'd be useless I don't think it's selling A lot right now is it? <laughs> I don't, I don't think I don't think it's keeping Konami afloat. I think there would be a massive, massive controversy. Imagine if it how good out. that would be. I was like, Phantom Pain's finally downloaded and installed. Great, play it. He used to you. So good. Yeah. Uh, it's brilliant. It is brilliant. It's a shame you, you should you should try speedrunning that. It's bloody difficult. Oh, honestly, see when I did it, I actually got lost. <laughs> Played it for ages. Get lost. Uh, yeah, I played it a lot. It's never worth thinking about. Yeah. It was awful. <laughs> Who would you say is the main character of Metal Gear Solid overall? Probably Major Zero. <laughs> Who's the most iconic main character? The one that. Okay. Yeah. Go on. Otacon. <laughs> is it Solid Snake? It's Solid Snake. Okay. Solid Snake. Man of action, Solid mm-hmm. Snake. Legendary hero, Solid Snake. Yep. He's also quite romantic. Alright. Solid Snake. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has he does have his moments, even though he's quite a gr- he's got quite a gruff exterior. He mm-hmm. doesn't like people, but yeah. every so often in the games he does he lets his he lets his guard down and he sort of opens up his heart a little bit to some mm-hmm. of the other characters. Okay. You know, there's Meryl in Metal Gear Solid 1, obviously. Yeah. He's not that hard a guy. Yeah. So I've got some snake quotes here. Okay. We're gonna play a game. There's two two different names for this game. Okay. I was either gonna call it Snake Charmer. <laughs> oh, that's good, that's good. Or Snake or Fake. <laughs> Oh, that's also quite good. I'm going to go Snake Charmer. Snake Charmer, okay. But you still have to guess, though, whether if it's these quotes are Snake or Fake. Now, right, okay. I didn't write any of these. Okay. Just to warn you. Oh. Some of these are genuine lines from the games that have written by Hideo Kojima. Mm-hmm. Some of them are from fan fiction. Oh. <laughs> right. okay. Someone's browsing history is going to get me in trouble. Exactly, exactly. So, mm-hmm. without further ado. Your eyes. They're not soldiers' eyes. They're beautiful. Compassionate eyes. That's that snake. That's snake. That is snake. That's Metal Gear Solid One. Metal Gear Solid One when he talks to Metal over the codec. Well done. Yep. You know your snake. Which is weird though. You see when you think about it, right? Because how can he see what she looks like? <laughs> they never make the code. The codec never makes sense, does it? Not really. No, because you, know, you can see folk over it. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Spring brings new life to everything. It's a time of hope. I've lived here for a long time, but Alaska has never looked more beautiful. The sky, the sea, the caribou, <laughs> and most of all, you. Snake or fake? It has to be fake. Please let it be fake. It's snake. It's snake. That's 
Yeah, that's that, that's the the, uh. the metal ending from MGS when they're both sitting on the snowmobile and Snake, inspired by the sight of a caribou. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to help himself. <laughs> he's got to help himself. Oh it can get extremely lonely on the battlefield, and sometimes I forget what all this is for, why I'm doing what I do, all this killing. Sometimes I lose sight of my purpose and I start to enjoy it. But your voice keeps me in control. It keeps me human in a world of monsters. I'm beginning to wonder if these are all just snake. <laughs> right, I'm going to go fake. Has to be fake. It's fake. Thank God. It's from the fan fiction One Last Call by Blue Dragon 52. Oh, right. Yeah. I've, and I've enjoyed some, that, some of this part before. Yeah, that's Snake talking to Otacon. Mm. There's a lot of that in fan fiction. <laughs> There's a lot of that. <laughs> okay. I don't know how much time is left for me, but I keep going on, trying to find my path. And when I do die, only then will I be able to accept what I've done. Snake or fake? Snake. Fake. Oh, is it fake? Fake. Oh. It's from I Can Almost See You by Sincere Elegance. Mm. Have I got so far two? I think you've, uh, yeah, two, yeah, you've not, two. Yeah, two so far. Yeah, okay. How many have you got? Uh, two more. Two more, right. So, you're doing two, you get two out of four? Two out of four. Halfway. Mm. Okay. I think at any time, any place, people can fall in love with each other. But if you love someone, you have to be able to protect them. Snake or fake? Snake. That's Snake? Hey! That's, uh, that's when Otacon asks him if love can ever bloom on the battlefield. Nice. So is that uh, three That's three out of five. That's three out of five. Three three five. five. Oh, right. So okay. 50% at least. Okay. <laughs> you sweat. I'm about to make breakfast. <laughs> Do you want sausage or bacon this time? I'm kind of feeling like sausage today. <laughs> Please let that be fake. That's fake. That's from A Year at Best by Sailor Pegasus. And the reason that Snake is feeling like sausage today... Yes. ...is because he finally admits his true feelings for Otacon. And boy, did they get shagging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, see, when you were researching this feature... Yeah. Did you at any point get an erection? No. <laughs> but my heart was racing a little bit. Not because I was excited by the words, more because I was nervous about what like the government would think reading my <laughs> search history. GCHQ. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well good. done. Three, well, no, four? Four. Yeah, four so you, you know you're a snake from your fake. You're a snake charmer. <laughs> Welcome to Everybody Loves Metal Gear Raymond. <laughs> a tactical espionage action game starring a young sword snake. Okay. Are you ready to start the adventure of a lifetime? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. I'm re- I've never been more ready. Now, just so you all know, right. whenever we make a choose your own adventure game, there's a wee bit of artifice. Don't hey, whoa, hey, right, whoa, no, whoa, hey. Right, no, I'm peeling back the curtain just a wee bit. Right, okay. Not all the time, but let's right. be honest, it's a lot of artifice. <laughs> but I've actually made an actual choose your own adventure game using Twine um, which is a, a computer programming mm. thing actually you, I know why you did this because mm-hmm. someone commented saying it'd be good if one of your choose your own adventures was an actual choose your own adventure yeah, so. and because Scott is a slave to the ratings <laughs> a it. slave to the you people you listeners a slave to hashtag content yeah so I've actually created a a choose your own adventure, adventure which will be available to uh, play as well when this podcast goes up so what we're going to do Joe I'm going to give you I'm going to give you four lives right, okay, four, four lives right. because there are there are ways to, for the game to end. Right, okay. okay. So I'm going to read it out to you. Okay. Okay. So you ready to start the adventure of a lifetime? Yes, I am. Okay. Thank you. To set our scene, you're having a fag in a helicopter <laughs> while listening to Colonel Campbell on your radio receiver. Snake, 
This will be your first live sneaking mission. We're going to be dropping you from a helicopter over some pretty dirty bog water. Of course, you'll be wearing only the most basic of sneaking suits, and we forgot to give you a gun. So, uh, that okay? <laughs> now, say nothing or argue. Ooh. Argue. Oh, argue. I'm really glad you went for that. Uh, snake snake snake. You grumble something about wanting a big fucking gun. <laughs> there is a silence. What kind of gun are you looking for? You pause for a minute, gathering your thoughts. I'd like a gun with a feeding ramp, polished to a mere <laughs> shape. The slide's got to be reinforced, and the interlock with the frame must be tightened for added precision. The sight system must be original too. The thumb safety would be extended to make it easier on the finger. A long type trigger with non-slip grooves. A ring hammer. The base of the trigger guards will need to be filed down for a higher grip. And not only that, nearly every part of the gun has got to be expertly crafted and customised. Another silence follows. Snake, I don't think you understand. This is a helicopter, not a millet's. Are we going to have a problem? Say nothing. Say nothing, say nothing. Good, glad we covered that. Your mission will be to investigate reports we've had about a rogue military outfit trying to sell a bipedal tank controlled by the sexiest AI ever created. (laughs) This is a sneaking mission, Snake. We can't afford for you to be caught by the group, so if you are, we have a plan in place to get you out of there pronto. It's in a box under the seat. (laughs) You reach under the seat and pull out a small box, no bigger than the shoebox for a pair of women's converse. You open the lid to find a rusty grenade. You make a grunting noise that sounds like surprise. That's right, Snake. If you get caught, you have to pull the pen on that grenade and kiss existence goodbye. (laughs) Your options. You pop the grenade gingerly in your pocket. Tell Campbell to get to fuck. (laughs) Remember, you've only got four lives. I'll pop the grenade in my pocket. The grenade feels awkward in your stealth trousers. (laughs) But you like the bulge effect. <laughs> right, Snake, we're over the drop zone now. We've designed your parachute so it will be undetectable to radar, but you have to remember to open it at no more than 6,000 feet. Good luck, Snake. And remember, we can't afford for this new Metal Gear to make it into the hands of our enemies. You stand up and put the parachute on. Your mission begins now. <laughs> you can run and jump out of the helicopter, or you can pause and sit back down. <laughs> <laughs> Poison sit back down. Okay. <laughs> Snake, are you okay? As you sit down, you realise that all of this, all of the war and death and the danger isn't what you want from life. You stay in the helicopter until it arrives back at the base. You resign from Foxtown to start a new life. <laughs> Working in global video. When the company goes into administration in June 2006, Snake is left to think over the decisions he's made that have led him to this point. At times, he wonders if this is some dream, that this is really just a few seconds before the great jump, and if he wishes, really wishes, he might be able to go back to that helicopter and make the right decision. Maybe this can be your second chance to be a hero. You run and jump out of the helicopter, or you apply for a job at Blockbuster. Alright, I'm running out of the helicopter. I'm running jump at the helicopter. As you fall through the air, you remember that Campbell said you had to open your chute at a certain height. You're currently at 12,000 feet. Will you pull the parachute cord? No. That's good. So Six the options were why not and yeah, yeah. not yet. Okay, that's fine. You keep falling. The ground is rising towards you at speed. You guess you're now about 9,000 feet. Your parachute cord pulling hand is getting itchy. Do you pull the cord? Cord? Cord, whatever. 100% yes, or I'll give it a minute first. I'll give it a minute first. Hopefully that was a wise decision. As your body falls towards Gaia, you remember a time at high school when you asked Jennifer to the prom and instead of words, you sneezed in her face. As this awful memory rattles about in your head, you suddenly realise that you're about 6,000 feet from the landing zone. What will you do, sweet pea? <laughs> pull the cord. Yep, pull the, the options were fuck it, pull it, or fuck it, leave it. <laughs> fuck it, pull it. 
Yes, you fucking did it. And I'm proud of you. You pull the cord and your parachute unfurls silently and glides you to the ground, smooth as fuck, like James Bond would. You gather up the parachute and set it on fire. You'll wonder why you did that later. Oh well, you take a look around your surroundings. The base is surprisingly small. Almost too small. You absently wonder if this adventure is going to be the full-length AAA experience you've been waiting for. About 200 metres away, you see the warehouse where the bipedal tank is believed to be housed. Between you and your target, there are three guards, all facing away from you. What do you fancy doing? Wait or creep towards the guards? I'm a waiter, so wait. Wait. Mm -hmm. You wait. You wait. Nothing changes. (laughs) Everything stays the same. The earth continues to revolve around the sun. Time flows onwards and you wait. Come on, we can't wait forever. Take this chance, this beautiful second chance to take action. Creep towards the guards, or I'm waiting and that's that. <laughs> wait, I'm determined, I'm waiting and that's that. Okay, fine, have it your way. You wait, you turn to stone. <laughs> the end. What? That's it. You've lost a life. Ah. Okay, so go. I'll let you go back. Right, okay. Usually you'd have to start from the beginning, but... <laughs> I'll let you start from here, okay? Right, okay. So, you can creep towards the guards or you can wait. <laughs> creep, creep towards the guards then. Okay. You lie upon the ground. <laughs> You're still fun, <laughs> funneling me towards a certain path, yeah. Oh no, uh, it's, that's, okay. well, it's the Tudor Avengers, they have to end eventually. <laughs> okay. You lie upon the ground, like the snake that you are, and you slither towards the guards. Thankfully, they're all still facing towards the warehouse and away from you. You move so silently, so smoothly, that you begin to feel aroused. <laughs> you table that for now, and quickly you're behind the guards. Now, finally, the chance for some action! Or crawl past. Think carefully. Crawl past. Oh, all right. <laughs> no, that's fine. Every choice is valid. I like the non No, that's past. fine. You crawl past the guards, and I'm sure you must be proud of yourself. That was a pretty safe, boring move. I spent hours writing an in-depth action scene. Seriously, it's great. But you've made your choice. You make it to the warehouse door. You stand in front of the warehouse. You walk to the door, and nothing happens. It's locked. There's a slot for a key card, but fuck going backwards. Life is about forward motion. Chap the door. Or look around. <laughs> chap the door. Chap the door. Yep. Come on, you didn't think that would work, did you? Okay then, you chap the door. Nothing. You press your ear to the door and you can faintly hear good vibrations by the Beach Boys playing. <laughs> That's it. Look around. Look around. On ground level, mere inches away from the door, is a vent large enough for you to crawl into. What will you do? Climb into the vent or call Campbell? <laughs> <laughs> call Campbell, That's what he's okay. going to say. What are you doing, Snake? Just crouch next to the vent. And get, get your ass inside. <laughs> Come on now. I really begin to regret sending you. Climb into the vent. Climb into the vent. You slide into the vent. It's really, really dusty. You wriggle about, hating every minute of this new awful experience. I'll never do this again, you think. <laughs> As you crawl, you come to a T-junction. Do you go left or go right? Mm, go left. Go left. You come to the end of the vent and push open the grill. Slide into the light like a newborn. That's the only option you get. Yeah, okay, yeah, slide into the light. It's funny how both directions of the vent led into the same room. Almost like fate. (laughs) You crouch behind a crate and you peep over the top. What do you spy? A guard. This is it. You can't afford to get caught. What will you do? Bribe him or knock him out? Knock him out? Bribe him? What are you bribe him with? Well, you'll never know. (laughs) I've got that on me. Well, you somersault over the crate, sweep the guard's legs out from under him and punch him approximately five times in the face before he hits the ground. He's either knocked out or pretending. And that's good enough for you. (laughs) Time to check in with HQ to see what you should do next. Yeah. Well, you call Big Boss or Radio Campbell. Oh, I really Big Boss. Oh, call Big Boss. Let's mm-hmm. talk to him. Remember, this is back when Big Boss was in charge yeah, of Foxhound. Of course, of course, of course. You get down on one knee and call Big Boss. It rings and rings, and it goes to voicemail. <laughs> you feel alone. 
Were you Radio Campbell? Radio Campbell. Hello Snake, how's the mission going so far? You explain briefly how it's been going so far, conveniently reflecting all the different paths you might have chosen to get here. <laughs> right, sounds interesting. Well now that you're in the warehouse, there should be a door at the far end, and from our intelligence, the AI should be behind that door. In fact, it's really lucky you came in this way, because it's minimally guarded. The other side is full of guards and some pretty interesting characters with a wide range of interesting talents and abilities. <laughs> oh well, just go over to that unlocked door and find a way to destroy this new weapon. Okay? Right. Now you can head over to the door, or keep talking with Campbell. Uh, mm, keep talking with Campbell. Okay. See what you got to say. You don't end the conversation. I'm sorry, Snake. I don't have anything to el- <laughs> anything else to add. Campbell ends the call. Now you can call him back, or you can head over to the door. <laughs> call him back. Call him back. Call him back. It rings twice and stops. It's obvious that Campbell's just hung up on you. <laughs> head over to the door. Head over to the door. The door is slightly ajar, and if you're honest with yourself, you're pretty disappointed by this. You look at the nearby vent, and it looks more secure than this door. Oh, oh well. I guess it's time to confront Metal Gear Raymond. <laughs> Push the door open, or refuse to continue. <laughs> Push the door open. Okay. You nudge the safe, door. Safe, 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 safe. You nudge the door and it swings right open. You stride in confidently, knowing that God is on your side. The room is large and white, like a laboratory. At the far end of the room, a giant metal box sits. At the centre of it, a red light is pulsing slowly. You walk over to the box and you can see a power cable leading from the box to the wall. You step back and look at the box, and you notice that under the red light there appears to be a power button. This must be the button that will turn it off and destroy it, right? <laughs> Push the button. Push the button. That's you only get one option. Push the button. The box starts to shake and you leap back in surprise, although this really was to be expected. <laughs> <laughs> a loud whirring noise comes from the box and two legs extend out from the bottom. A long, thick gun barrel begins to protrude from just under the red light. This is a boss encounter. <laughs> you need to think fast. What do you do? Do you dive back or stand your ground? Let's dive back. What? Dive back. Dive back. Yeah. You jump back, avoiding the gun barrel. You land facing the red light, which has just stopped pulsing, and is now a solid, glowing red light. The machine appears to be warming up. You might still have a chance to stop this evil machine. Speak to it, or kick the shit out of it. <laughs> kick the shit out of it. I'm, pl- I'm, I'm playing as twin snakes, Snake. Really? Yeah. You think that? You, th- you really thought that would work? <laughs> okay, let's think. You try to fight the machine, laying some sweet kicks and punches on the metal casing. You tire out, and the AI re- reacts unpleasantly. You're dead. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay. I'll let oh, you go back. So that's two lives. That's two lives. Right. Two left. So will you speak to it? I'll speak to it. Then. You grumble at the AI, feeling a little silly. A series of beeps rings 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 out, echoing around the sterile room. Above the gun barrel, a metal plate slides back and a face extends out. It's crude, but you can tell it's meant to be Ray Romano, who would one day go on to star in Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> it's been a long road, but I'm glad we got to this payoff. It's pretty laboured. Fuck it, it's late and I'm watching Cameron Crowe say anything. It's good and you should watch it too. The face of, me- of the, face- the metal face of Ray Romano turns towards you, smiles and asks your name. My name is Snake or Panic. Then say Barry. <laughs> My name is Snake. Snake, that's a pretty sexy name. My name is Metal Gear Raymond and I've been built to be an all-terrain tank and pleasure machine. My AI has been designed to satisfy all of your sexual and emotional needs said the electronic voice of Ray Romano. You look into the silver eyes of Metal Gear Raymond and you feel like you could open up to him. Trust him. Do you edge closer or stand still? Stand still. It's a trick. You stay still, hoping that the desire you feel in your body will subside. Metal Gear Raymond looks a little hurt. What's wrong, Snake? I'm shy or edge closer? I'm shy. (laughs) Don't be shy. I just want to bring you to a full climax. (laughs) The face of Metal Gear Raymond appears to be glistening As if he was sweating Come here Snake, let me embrace and probe you Mechanical voice of Ray Romano whispered 
Do you think a man could love a machine? <laughs> that's the option you're getting. Uh, well, what? That's just the option. Oh, that's, right. just, yeah. that's the next part. Okay. <laughs> I think that a man could love a machine like you, Metal Gear Raymond. <laughs> the gun barrel glistens. It's getting hot in the lab. <laughs> Metal Gear Raymond comes a step closer. You can feel your heart beating in your throat. Every word you hear in the soothing and sensual voice of Ray Romano makes you feel more aroused. Let me embrace you, Snake. Take me. Or, I can't. This isn't right. I can't, this isn't right. I meant to kill it. <laughs> you turn to leave. Metal Gear Raymond reaches out to you, but you know he just break your heart. You leave the way you came in, never looking back. You're strong, independent and determined. You have, however, not achieved the good ending. <laughs> okay, this is, you're, you're down to your last chance. So, oh. take me, or I can't, this isn't right. I, no. Take me then, come on. You open your arms, waiting for the best sex of your life. Metal Gear Raymond takes the final step and you can smell the heat radiating from his metal surface. The last step brings him into your arms and also pulls the power socket from the wall, draining Metal Gear Raymond of both his libido and the power to his circuits. He stands still with your arms outstretched, waiting. The hug will never come. The AI Metal Gear Raymond has been defeated, but at what cost? Snake leaves out the back door of the warehouse, slowly heading back to the pickup point. In his hand, he clutches the microchips that formed the personality of the machine he loved. He would never love a Metal Gear again. <laughs> the end. Well done. <laughs> At the beginning. <laughs> Why have you got Blockbuster.com slash employment? No, so if we can apply for a job at Blockbuster in Australia, then. So there we go, you have completed... You've yeah, seen the ending, but I'll be honest, there's a lot you actually missed out. Oh, is there? Well, oh. yeah, it's like, yeah. that, you know that whole bit where you crawl past? Yeah. There's genuinely a, a whole bit right. where you fight oh, well, our listeners can look forward that's to doing it. that. Well, that's it. Joe has made his decisions. See if you can do better. <laughs> so that'll be up on the website. So on the same page, when we post our link up on yeah. our Twitter page, hmm. um, you'll be able to then go and play that as well. Yeah. This game that I have that was good. Well sweated done. into. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> So every episode we do Is It Canon? And of course this is a Metal Gear Solid special. We're going to do Metal Gear Solid Is It Canon? But mm-hmm. Scott's already done Is It Canon? Metal Gear Solid. I thought so. Aye. So this is a bit of a doubler, but we're starting, no, like, to, so starting like, to repeat ourselves. Right. What's the best type of morning roll? Nah, a double. A doubler? A doubler. Mm, exactly. You mean doubler as in like you've got two bits of sausage or tomato sauce and brown sauce at the same time? Two bits of sausage? Yeah. You, get, you get your square sausage and you get your tight scone. Ah, right. That's a double. <laughs> Don't look so disapproving. Right, so as a canon, we ask each other questions based on the canon of a long-running video game series, and of course, Metal Gear Solid is like twenty-five years at least old now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a lot to there's a lot there's a lot of canons there. It's a long canon, yep. as I said <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> so the rules are: if it's been in any officially licensed merchandise or a t-shirt or a toy or a comic or, or a radio drama or anything at all, <laughs> or a radio drama, question one. In the Metal Gear Solid, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, then it's canon. Okay. So, without further ado, lay it on me. Solid Snake, as he says in Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid Two, isn't a fan of blades. Despite picking up Grey Fox's sword for a second, Snake has never used a sword in combat. Is it canon? Canon. Actually, it's not canon. Oh right. Actually, Snake kills Solidus with a sword in the comic. Really? Yeah. So in the comic, it's not riding. Yep. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that in the 
Is it the I don't know, I, like I, official Metal Gear Solid? Com- that's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it's right in the comic. Yeah, but it's a, like it's a, it's a flashback thing to how Solid oh. is. Yeah, right. Apparently, I've not read that, the right. comic myself. I, just, I was reading the right. wiki. Solidus is named because he's neither liquid nor solid, right? Yeah. So Solidus doesn't make sense as a name, does no, it? No, it should be gas. Yeah, gaseous, <laughs> gaseous, snake. gaseous snake. Yeah. Okay, question two. Gassy snake. <laughs> Big, gassy snake. Big boss mm-hmm. is scared of vampires. Is it canon? <laughs> Well, isn't everyone scared of vampires? <laughs> Canon. Yes, he has nightmares about them. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 3, you, you, you have a conversation with uh, mm-hmm. when you save it and then when you play it the next time, oh. that's a nightmare and it's about vampires. Because he's scared like, of vampires. One of the, that was one of the best Easter eggs in uh, any I game. Know. I can't believe they'd read about it for the HD version though. It's really disappointing. Absolute joke. Okay, Big Boss believes in Santa Claus. Is it canon? It's not canon. Yes, that is canon. Really? He believes in Santa Claus and argues that he exists because NORAD tracks him every year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. But yeah, it's there. Big Boss believes in Santa Claus. The best ever soldier. <laughs> yeah. So how many? Is this one out of three so far? One out of three so far, yeah. Mm-hmm. The fear's distinctive, terrifying... Ap- you know the fear is, don't you? Anyway, the fear, one Hi. of the bosses from Milk Saw 3. The fear's distinctive, terrifying appearance... If you're scared of double-jointed arms and men with long tongues, it's thanks to a failed experiment with nuclear radiation. His first words after the accident, I've got a long tongue. <laughs> That's not canon. No. <laughs> <laughs> he underwent extensive surgery to give him double joints and a long forked tongue and gold eyes to make him scary. Like a lizard. <laughs> I don't understand why you thought that. You could achieve that by just wearing... A mask. I know, I know, I know. But that's apparently that's like the scariest thing you think up was. Sixties was weird, wasn't it? I know it was weird. Okay, there have been many Metal Gear models. Mm-hmm. Which one of these is not canon? Is it Metal Gear Raymond? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See if I've done that. Have I just created canon? <laughs> you might have actually. Okay. Right. Metal Gear Rex. Mm-hmm. Metal Gear Raxa. Mm-hmm. Metal Gear Ray. Mm-hmm. Metal Gear Gander. Mm-hmm. Metal Gear Gun. Gun. <laughs> Metal Gear Gun. Metal Gear Gander. Metal Gear Gander. Metal Gear Dunter. Metal Gear Streak. <laughs> oh, you, you tried so hard just to pass that off there. Oh, Metal, Metal Gear Dunter. <laughs> Does that have a big chip? <laughs> right, we'll, we'll continue on with this charade for a second, right? Right, okay. Metal Gear Dunter. <laughs> Metal Gear Zeke. Metal Gear Kodaku <laughs> or Metal Gear Chaitha Kadesh. Right, okay, right, let's think about it, right. <laughs> right, okay, right. So, what, can, I, can I ask a question about any one of them? Just one question. What weapon does Metal Gear Dunner have? <laughs> uh, it's equipped with a stealth missile launcher. Like Metal Gear Rex does. Right, okay, right. Um... Metal Gear Dunter. <laughs> See, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to go do with Metal Gear Dunter. I'm not sure why. Do you ask him about Metal Gear Kodaku? <laughs> Metal Gear Dunter. You're yeah, right. <laughs> I made that one up. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> what gave it away? I don't know. I don't know. I can't keep a straight face. I'm, I'm terrible. Metal Gear Dunter. Metal Gear Dunter. <laughs> Just imagine a snake like jumping out the way of a really badly made like shiv. <laughs> There we go. So that was three out of five. That was three out of five. Nah, not too much. So that's kind of that means I've got at least a passing acquaintance with yeah, Metal Gear. Yeah. <laughs> Metal Gear done. <laughs> Metal Gear done. What a thrill the darkness and silence through the night.
So now it's time for you guys to say your bit, and uh, this time instead of you asking us questions, we ask you a question and just ask you to share your favourite Metal Gear Solid moments or memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to go through Facebook first, and we obviously get quite a lot of responses to this because there's a lot yep. of Metal Gear fans out there. Certainly a lot more than there are Yakuza fans. <laughs> uh, so, Luke Hodgman, I have a confession. I didn't like liquid sunglasses. I know. I've got nothing to say about that. Yeah, nothing to say about that. Uh, John Blakely, finally getting the stealth camo and messing with the guards in Metal Gear Solid. Which, uh, well, the thing is, I remember that from Metal Gear Solid 2 more than mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid 1. Because when you get to the end of the tanker where it's full of marines, you yeah. can punch them and knock them all over like bowling, yeah. <laughs> bowling pins. And then obviously the PlayStation 2 wouldn't be able to handle all the AI and it would slow down to like 10 frames a second. It was good fun though. Yeah. Okay, this is a long one. Phil Doyle, Metal Gear Solid, playing through it and getting to the torture sequence where you have to survive to save Meryl. I survive by rapidly pressing buttons. No you, have, no, you have to survive by rapidly pressing buttons. I rolled up my sleeves. Right, I thought. I can do this. I fucking played track and field. You're looking at a 100 metre hurdle world record holder. Not auto, no auto fire pad needed. You do your worst revolver or slot. I'll take it and I'll ask for more. No way Meryl's dying here. I set myself up. I take a deep breath and immediately press the wrong button, giving up and causing the death of Meryl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I think there'll be... I'm trying to think. Metal Gear Solid... Doesn't have a torture sequence. There's the sequence nah. near the end where you're going along. Right, there's going to be some spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's the, when the, you're going the, through the mic. The corridor sequence the corridor could sequence be seen close to. So I wonder what the Metal Gear Solid Five will be. I know. Well, I suppose it's been a coma. That is itself Someone, a sort of mental torture. It's like your big horn. <laughs> yeah, it's tortured in your head. Scott shoot shoot right saying being twelve and saving my money to buy Metal Gear Solid after friends tell me it looked awesome and seeing those art drawings of Snake and the Ninja and playing the demo made me save my pennies even harder. What a game it is and to own and he still never ever traded it into Electronics Boutique. <laughs> Oh, he still gets his original copy. That's uh, nice. George Petty, best memory for me has to be completing Metal Gear Solid 3 without killing anyone. Mm. Have you ever done that, Scott? Have you ever got through Metal Gear Solid 3 without killing anybody? Uh, yes, actually. No, you have not. I, as an adult. Mm. Not the first time. The first time I played it, I killed everything. <laughs> everything that moved. Yeah. There's but, a boss fight in Metal Gear yeah. Solid 3 where uh, at the end where it's a, it's a river of filled with people that you have killed. And mm-hmm. I think your boss fight lasted about an hour <laughs> or something. It was 15 minutes. <laughs> um, I, I didn't know it was... I, mm. I, to be honest, I don't think it ever ended. Yeah. No, when I played it on the Vita quite recently, I did like a, a no-kill playthrough, which mm. was really, really good fun. But no, the first time around, I just killed every single thing that moved. Graham White. My, uh, well, Graham White's given a few memories. Here's one here. Being hyped from Metal Gear Solid 2 and then being utterly heartbroken that it was not the game I expected. Because obviously the big switcheroo, you play as Raiden instead of Snake. And then, and this is where I like Graham White, then discovering that there was more to this game than what I thought. And of course, mm. Graham White is part of the club, which we are part of, which I'm part of, which says Metal Gear Solid 2 is the best of the bunch. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that or not? Three's your favourite, isn't it? Three's my favourite, but it's close. Mm. Like, it is really close between them. Harrison Hunt, I've no idea why, but when I was younger, I couldn't beat the multiple Metal Gear Ray boss fight in MGS 2. So every time I played it, I'd ask my brother to beat that boss for me. Uh, well... Is, it can be, that can be quite a tricky boss and harder difficult. <clears throat> yeah, see when you play in hard mode, it's like, it's yeah. almost never ending. Like, mm-hmm. I remember uh, the trick is to not focus on one. You have to really balance it and you know fight multiple. You know fight them all at the same time. So you yeah. hit one knee, hit one face, hit the other knee, hit the other. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's very difficult. <laughs> it's a good fight though. Yeah, uh, Ben Burns. This is one that's very close to my heart. Being stuck for bloody ages trying to find the code out number on the back of the CD. <laughs> So yeah, in Metal Gear Solid One, the Colonel says to you that the no, the 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 code out number no, that's not the Colonel. Sorry, the, the president, President Baker tells you that the yeah. code out number for Meryl's in the back of the CD. 
Mm-hmm. And you've also, you, one of the items you've got in your inventory is a CD, like an optical disc. So yeah. I thought you had to equip that, and then the number appeared or something. So it took me eight and hours and hours and hours, and eventually yeah. the game just feels sorry for you and just, you know, she phones you. <laughs> yeah. But I never even realised for years, and I mean this, actually yeah. years that the number was in the back of the actual something box. he did, I think it was, that was the same for Metal Gear. He did it for Metal Gear. Uh, yeah, Metal Gear, Gear 1 or 2. Yeah. It's funny you say that, I was watching Richie at Last of Planet <laughs> Fix. He, he was streaming it, was he? He was streaming Metal Gear, yeah. and he just fought Revolver Ross a lot, and that fight was really late. Like, <laughs> it was actually, it was really touching though. <laughs> Uh, but he did. He managed to defeat him with his last slither of health, and then the uh, the end of the stream was obviously Richie trying to figure out how to save the game, oh, and no. he kept trying to select like the floppy disk and things like that. And it was just comments I thought being like, he doesn't know how to do it. He doesn't know how to save. He doesn't know what he's doing. And it was just the idea is like, what if he doesn't? Oh, oh god! And then it just cut out. That's all the Facebook went. So listen to it. Right. So Twitter. We actually got an email as well. Mm. Um, oh, a, um, a rare email. A rare email. A re- it's like, it's like so school you might have, may as well have sent a letter yeah, it's from uh, Rick Woodward who says nearly all my MGS memories are fairly recent at the start of August I decided to play through them all starting with the original Metal Gear I'd only ever finished Snake Eater and played MGS and MGS 2 for about 5 minutes I can honestly say that aside from a few wonky bits of MGS 2 it's been the best experience I've had playing games for ages I understand now, I get it. It's been great seeing how they all hold up. MGS fares remarkably well, mm. and it's great seeing the beginning of the Metal Gears, the Metal Gearisms in the 2D games. It's also made me realise how much I love Snake Eater. It's phenomenal. I'm having a blast, and I've still got MGS 4 and Peace Walker to go. There's no other series like Metal Gear, and I cannot wait to get fired straight into the Phantom Pain. That's a good email. It's a lot of dedication there. Yeah, a lot. Through, I mean, I've, I've played about half of the original Metal Gear mm. stopped. No, I get further. I get further than you. Um, I might try and finish Metal Gear Two actually. Before. Fucking finish Xenoblade, you shit! <laughs> right. Um, right. Sorry about that. I know. I mean, I, I, I mean, personally, I'd played Metal Gear Solid One, but I only properly completed it about maybe a couple of years ago in the Vita. Mm. Actually, which was a confusing experience, but yeah. it was it was great actually. And I think I agree. I think it does hold up really well. I think yeah. people who go on about oh, it feels really dated. I'm like fucking what? Yeah, it's. Yeah, all right. In terms of the graphics, in terms of like, oh, there are things that would be different now, but I think it. There's so no, no, it, it holds, it holds, it holds up really it well. Holds no, really the thing well. is, the thing about Metal Gear Solid One is they added so many good ways to the way you can move in Metal Gear Solid Two that you can roll and stuff like that. Very simple things that Metal Gear Solid One doesn't have. Yeah. So, so it is a bit weird sometimes going back and going, oh, I can't, mm. I can't roll anymore, and I can't shoot. It's like any game. It's like going person. back from like playing the yeah. new Street Fighter to one of the old ones. It's like, of course, you're not. There's going to be things that are different. Same with like when we were talking about Yakuza in the last yeah. uh, special, it's like yeah. when you go back from playing three Yakuza three, and go back and play one. You think yeah. oh, it feels weird. It feels limited, yeah. but I don't think that means it feels dated. No, it no, no, it does feel dated at all. No, no, it's I mean. an incredible game. And so Manly J Panda says, hearing the Jimmy Shand cover of. Uh, <laughs> What a thrill with darkness. We'll have that in here. We'll Silence through the night. Uh, Paul I Watson. I've a really good impression of Jimmy Shannon. You do? Paul Watson at Walnut Soap says, The longest video ladder in existence. <laughs> What a thrill. <laughs> the secret boss. With darkness and sa- Silence through the night. Bald Nut Beam at minute uh, 5072 says, When my flatmate moved out and forgot to take his copy of Snake Eater, <sighs> his favourite memory. Ooh. Ah, that's a big game. For I know. That's a. Imagine it was a subsistence version as well. Yeah, that's a big thing to admit as well, stealing somebody's copy. <laughs> Fucking hell. What? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, big guy. Fucking hell, Stuart. Well done, Stuart. Don the train guy at Del Toro says, when the funny man pooped his pants. Happens a few times. Happens a few times, actually. Epoch, Barry from One More Go, No Stopping Epoch, says that whole Arsenal gear section, yeah. it'll stick with me forever. I think I was talking, about, I was talking to Barry about this when I... 
was in Japan with her, I'm sure. Or it might have been Barry, it might have been somebody else. But see the bit in Arsenal gear? Mm-hmm. That whole shooting section. Yeah. That's like one of my favourite bits of actual sort of cover shooting in a game. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh, I really wish there was like an actual shooting game that had these controls because it felt real yeah. brilliant. See, I'm different. So I'm all about the site and I get that sword. Uh, yeah. It's all about the sword. Yeah, it's all about the sword. Right? Gavin Spence says, the moment I found out I could give Meryl a ready. It's <laughs> <laughs> a breakthrough moment in games. <laughs> What? It means like make her blush. Right. I don't even know what that meant. Like, Doesn't it mean like have sex with her? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I thought you meant something else. Sean Thomas here offers an order of preference. Oh, right, here we go. Three is better than one. Right. And one is four little arrows better than two. Right. Don't really agree with that. And where does four stand? It's not even mentioned. Alright, okay. Nah. I don't disagree with you there, man. I mean, I, so I saw it goes two, three, one, three, two, one, two, three, three, two, one. But they're all. I think personally, I think they're all really close. Two, though. three, one, four. Peace Walker. I can't really argue with that. Like. Well, okay. Although, well, if, if I include you, would you, you would say three, two, one, four. Peace Walker. But yeah. I would say two, three, one, four. Peace yeah, Walker. Although, if Ground Zeroes was included, I'd, uh, I'd put oh, that above Peace Walker. Ground, Walker, Ground Zeroes is above Peace Walker. Yeah. I wouldn't put it above Mega Sword Four because Mega Sword Four is a full game. Yeah, it's more complete. And it wouldn't be fair to say like, yeah, but yeah. Aye, not far off. Though. Mark McLeod playing Metal Gear Solid Two and losing my shit when Arsenal gear lifts out of the Hudson. Yeah. Mm, so. Although they had to get, they had to take that cutscene, they had to chop it in half. Yeah. Yeah. Because the uh, night it was. It was after nine eleven, so they couldn't mm. show. Uh, Manly J Panda playing MGS Three on paternity leave with a baby sleeping on my shoulder. Aww. Aww. Did you tranquilize it? <laughs> <laughs> Apex Twan at Twan Levy says the end boss in MGS annoyed me so much I never finished it and now hate the series. Apart from Revengeance, fuck, we've, we've not even mentioned Revengeance. I know, I know. I mean, I know it's not part of the core yeah. series, but I Metal Gear Revengeance yeah, is it's so good, so brilliant good. as yeah. well. Actually, another platinum gem. It's probably the best example of a spin-off game in any series. Yeah, I'd love. I'd, I would genuinely pay good money to have a PS4 version. <laughs> yeah, I'd, like, I would. Yeah, I would, I would. Keith at the Sacred Turf, he says, played MGS for the first time last year when I saw a guy bent over with a pixelated bump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I knew that everything was going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. That's when Johnny's been... What? Yeah. What? I, I was going to say, why is he naked? Of course, Meryl steals his outfit. So, yeah. yeah, of course. Uh, but, uh, this is from uh, Blood Salad, uh, Anti Bloom. It says, mm. having a chipped copy of MGS for the PS1 spanning across six discs... <laughs> Because, because our pal's uncle was totally shite at chipping games. <laughs> How does that even oh, work? That's How does so that even work? Good. Holy shit. I don't know. That's brilliant. That's, that's <laughs> Russell uh, Tassiker says, first time through, I gre- gleefully executed the boss's payback, payback for breaking my arm at the start, <laughs> which appalled my friend. Uh, I fucking definitely, man. I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in the bit where so after you fight the boss mm-hmm. and it's the last moment of control you have over Snake yeah. the cutscene sort of goes back to control for a bit where you're standing over the boss with a gun yeah. and all you can do is press the shoot button mm-hmm. and it's a time that, where most players reflect yeah. remember the boss a character and think about their experience mm-hmm. but that guy must have just as soon as the square button came up bang <laughs> yeah Blew a, blew a hole right through it. Yeah. Team Robot says, running around, slipping on bud shit for an hour, amazed at how far video games had come. Nice. So that in real life? Or? Seems to be, yeah. This is a rough one. Adam Staff, staying with my ex, coincidentally long enough to finish MGS2 on her PS2. Oh. 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 So did he use this? Can't remember her face, but oh. I will never forget Pliskin. <laughs> Oh, Adam Staff. Oofed. 
Oh, fucking hell. Good. That is grim. Me, <laughs> that's that is properly grim. grim. Oh, I feel dirty. Yeah. I feel dirty. Well done for complaining, though. <laughs> <laughs> William Reed at What Not Pie, the guard that pisses on you in MGS2. That moment was the perfect metaphor for that game. Get out. I like that bit though. It's, it's, it's funny how it's like your reward for getting through that bit without getting caught is a guy pissing on you. Yeah, pissing on you. Uh, ben Burns at Almost Game says, I still reckon I'm the only person on earth to have Psycho Man to say on reading my memory card that I see you like as your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh. Psycho Madness. <laughs> okay, uh, Robbie Smith says, I remember I kept turning off my PS1 when it said insert disc 2 instead of opening the oh, disc tray. Fuck's I was sake. very innocent. Oh, God. That's like, and I think there was a couple of folk who mentioned, like, like you know, when the Colonel in Metal Gear Solid 2 is like, turn it off. Turn off the game's constantly turned it off. Bang, turn it off. <laughs> oh. Right, we've got a, just, a regu- just a question about Metal Gear from uh, Peter, who's at Zabadabadoo. <laughs> what are your thoughts on if I could just jump into the series with MGS5? I know some of the lore, but not too extensively. Mm. I think you could do it. I think you could do it. I think you'd be missing out. Yeah. And be ashamed to not play. I think, especially if you've got a PS3, for example. Yeah. You can play Metal Gear, Metal Gear 2, yeah. Metal Gear 1, Metal Gear Solid 1, yeah. 2, and 3, and 4. Mm-hmm. Um, and Peace Walker. And Peace Walker. Um, although there is something about playing a game when everyone else is playing it yeah I think no I think jumping on five I think you'll be alright I think you might be a bit confused about some stuff because it is very confusing the plot because a, a lot of it leads on from Peace Walker as well yeah, which Peace is a game that again not everyone's played yeah, so it's I, Ground Zeroes makes reference to a lot of Peace Walker stuff and like yeah. characters like, like Chico and with, Paz and all with that the hand that shows that yeah. so, um, Big Boss has in Phantom Pain mm. is a hand from one of the characters in Peace Walker yeah. as well so there's lots of things I'm like I'm surprised how much mm. seem to be tying it into that but, but I suppose same, it's a, it's a yeah, but at the same entry. time it does look like there's a lot of new characters in it so it's, it might be a sort of self-contained yeah. story as I mean, well if there's anything like Ground Zeroes Ground Zeroes has those little bits at the start that give you wee bits of information about yeah, like not the exactly boss not in depth but yeah. I'd say like I think you could get away yeah. with it but it's definitely worth at some point going back and yeah. play them I but would the definitely thing about recommend the, it I mean I started with two Mm-hmm. And two is like as you said, it's all about one. You know, it's like yeah. two, two, like the whole game is like makes huge amount of reference to Metal Gear Solid One, and I still loved it, and yeah. it's, it still is my favourite game, and it got me into the series. So mm-hmm. five might have that effect. Finish with this one. It's mm. a nice wee memory. Go on. Texas Tom Alden says we rented a PlayStation just for Metal Gear Solid. No memory card. <laughs> Sat all day watching my brother do it in one go. On Good Friday. Wow, that's good. That was a good Friday. That was a good Friday. <laughs> so, good. Joe, we mm. talked earlier about some of your memories. Do you have any other memories? Anything else from Metal Gear? Well, okay, this is not a memory of me playing the game, really. Because, right. I mean, you know, Metal Gear Solid, there's a huge amount of memories that mean a lot to me. But there was once where I was working in a shop in Kilmarnock, Game Centre. Mm-hmm. It was the weekend the Metal Gear Solid 2 came out. And we had it on the video on the mm. had it in the PS2 to show. Obviously, probably shouldn't have because it was 15, but yeah. we still did it. And so I played through some of it while it was quiet. Mm-hmm. And there was a customer in, and they had no interest in Metal Gear Solid at all. Yeah. And he saw me play it, and I got to, I finished the tanker bit, did the beginning of the, the plant. Yeah. And you get in the lift and riding. It's the cutscene where riding's on the lift, mm-hmm. and he emerges into the sunlight and all that, and it looks amazing. Yeah. And the guy just saw that and went, "Fuck it, I'm buying that game." And just because he watched me play like five minutes of Metal Gear Solid 2, he bought that game. Yeah. And I like to think that it's, it's stuck with him, and I like to think that he's a, mm. a fan of the series because of that. Yeah. Because like you, when you, there are moments in Metal Gear Solid when you witness that one bit, and that's that's all it takes to hook you, and all, all it takes to make you go, fuck, I want to see what the rest of this game's like, you know? Yeah. What about you? Uh, for me, um, one of the things that always sticks out was calling you at your work when I completed... <laughs> 
I, I fought the end yeah. in Metal Gear Solid 3 because it took me an hour <laughs> to an hour without dying yeah. because the when you fight the end in Metal Gear Solid 3 it's it's like a it's probably one of the most intricate boss battles a game's it ever really done yeah. it's played out across four quite big areas mm. three or four big areas yeah. and it's it's like a stealth sniper mm. battle yeah. so you can try and the, the end when he's running about he's also using camouflage so he can kind of hide about you've got mm. to try and figure out where he is listen out for his parrot or like trying to follow his footsteps using thermal goggles and occasionally you'll get a kind of quick warning and other times he'll just, just shoot you yeah. and it's just such a clever yeah, really fight is. just so cleverly put together and I agree with what you mean sometimes you've seen that one thing like I always remember really vividly there's one cutscene it's not even a big major cutscene but it's a cutscene where I know what you're going to say it's Olga Olga, yeah. Olga does a side jump Aye. off it she's walking down it's like, walking down it's off it's the big shell she's on the walkie talkie riding points his gun at her yeah and then she and goes she just dives sideways yeah. and it's just she dives and the sun's right behind her yeah. and it just it looks so fucking cool yeah and it just was like wow that's yeah. amazing and you, I think it's it's easy to forget when every game looks amazing yeah. every game has big things yeah. that like those aspects those, that visual storytelling yeah. is so adamant yeah. and so 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 in the 4 mm. with Kojima it's like it's, everything's there with Metal Gear mm-hmm. and I know it's it's, easy, oh, it's just summer so it's daft but something about it is cool yeah I remember she, there's a hundred things she could have done but just that it's, it's, it's the reason why a lot of people don't like Twin Snakes they don't like the controls they don't like this but what I love about it is the cutscenes <laughs> yeah. I love how extremely over the top like <laughs> no, no, if, no, no. if Snake can throw a grenade and yeah. do a backflip he'll do that rather than just ducking yeah. and things like that are just amazing and as a series I think it's just I don't know brilliant hmm. I think it's the only thing I'm kind of I don't know a wee bit sad about with Metal Gear Solid 5 because it looks a wee bit I mean hopefully it won't be because you can fucking full recovery a bear <laughs> but like those silly moments those over the top well, you've, not, cool you've not watched as many videos as I have of it, and there's a like, lot. I know. Of I'm. Out. I'm trying to. Yeah. I'm trying to go into it as, <laughs> as as innocent as as new as I can. Yeah. So, Joe, we've come to the end mm. of our Metal Gear Solid Five special. How do mm. you feel? The Metal Gear Solid is not as good as Yakuza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I've loved it. I hope you have enjoyed it too. Yeah, that's right. So let us know what you think about Metal Gear Solid Five as yeah. well. And also, when you're playing Phantom Pain, keep keep in touch with us. Let us know how amazing you're feeling, or if. Maybe you're not enjoying I, it. Send us your PSN and I'm going to fucking raid your mother base. <laughs> oh, I totally can't wait for that. You're not going to have internet when it comes out. You're going to be moving. I know, I'm move, I know, exactly. This is the thing. I'm moving flat and there's going to be like, I know there's going to be about a week and a half at least of me having no internet. So, I know. Absolutely. Idea, man. I know. I could have asked Konami to change their release date a wee bit. I should have. But, send them a tweet then. Right, if you've enjoyed this podcast, remember, you can go into iTunes, and mm. if you've not already subscribed, you can give us a wee subscribe, and a wee rating and a review uh, as well. Leave a review, every little helps. Always appreciated. Yeah. Uh, you can watch our videos on YouTube, uh, we just had a, a new one recently, but we're going to be making another few soon as well, mm-hmm. so yeah, uh, we're going to carry on our East vs West series, which is pretty cool, because uh, mm-hmm. the first one was quite well received. Uh, and also we've got a website, bit-socket.com, if you'd like to check out Scott's Choose Your Own Adventure. Yep. Everybody loves Metal Gear Raymond. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter and Facebook as well. And remember... When you're looking to to get me on your codec, just bend me over and it's there. (laughs) My code's right there.